0: Welcome to our series, Alumni Conversations, where we sit down with alumni from our graduate programs to hear how their experience has had an impact. Today, Sarah Doerr, Assistant Director for MBA Recruitment and Admissions, sits down with Patrick O'Connor, MBA class of 2020. Patrick is a pharmacy sales specialist with Baxter Healthcare and attended the Working Professional MBA program while he continued working full-time. Welcome everyone to this session. My name is Sarah Dewar. I am the Senior Assistant Director for MBA Recruiting and Admissions here at Fisher College of Business and today I have Patrick O'Connor with me as an alum of the Working Professional MBA just to share his perspective and his experience in the program with you. So Patrick, we'll just get started right away, kick it off with a pretty easy question here. Tell us a little bit about your life, your career, before the Working Professional MBA program at Ohio State.
1: Well, thank you for having me on, Sarah, and thanks for the question. So my name is Patrick O'Connor. I was from from the uh, northwest suburbs of Chicago. I did my undergrad at University of Illinois. And after bouncing around a little bit, finding my footing after school, then I got a job as a pharmaceutical sales rep for a company, Baxter Healthcare. It's based out of Deerfield, Illinois, which is about like an hour north of Chicago. And I got a pharmaceutical sales role with, uh, for the Cincinnati Territory. So I moved from Chicago to Cincinnati. And while I was there, that's when I started to pick up interest to do my MBA. And I think we'll get into a little bit more later, but Ohio State ended up being the very clear choice.
0: Yeah, great. And through your time, I mean, after graduating from Illinois, making your way down to Ohio, you were certainly aware of all of the options that you had when it came to selecting an MBA program that made the most sense for you at that particular time. So um, talk to us a little bit about what attracted you to the part-time or the working professional MBA program here at Fisher and ultimately what helped you make that decision.
1: Mm -hmm. So I guess two parts, what attracted me to getting my MBA? Part one to that question would be, I didn't get a business undergrad. So as I realized, because at one point I thought I was going to law school, realized that wasn't going to happen. So then when I was started to do pretty well at Baxter and realized, okay, business is going to be my path. Business, I truly enjoy this. And I would like to sharpen my business acumen. I figured an MBA is a great way to do it. And um, I have some lofty goals in life. And so I just figured... If I want to be like a general manager one day of a company of a division within a company, then I feel like an MBA would be a great place to start. Um, I also like making money, is, so I feel like the part time made a little bit more sense to me than the full time. And I figured the sales role is a great role because it's a work life; it's really good with work life balance. So that allowed me to um, go to school and work at the same time. So I felt like I could all fit it in. Plus, I was moving away from the distractions. Uh, up in Chicago so I could really settle in here and then I chose Ohio State or I chose Fisher because again I'm not from Ohio so I wanted a, a national brand and OSU it always amazes me when you even look at when you go visit different cities the you'll see OSU sweatshirts truly everywhere so I thought okay if I do a national brand then I'll be able to apply to jobs all over the country if I want also it's the best in Ohio So if I'm gonna spend all this time, go try and get my MBA, why not try for the best? So I only applied to Fisher.
0: Um, Just in general, can you talk to us a little bit about like the faculty and your access to them and if that had played a part as well as alumni in your decision to select the MBA program or made a difference in your experience as a student in the working professional program?
1: So to me, what struck me pretty early on, like I would say one of the first things that struck me was the professors. So if you're talking about the professors in terms of the faculty, I mean, of course, you were great during the uh, recruiting admissions process. <laughs> and of course everyone at OSU, truly I have yet to come across like, or have a bad experience, but it, you know, I went to another Big Ten school and yes, I took this program more seriously than I took undergrad, admittedly, but the, the professors really like you sit in a classroom on Saturdays 10 to 6 and that's a long time or you go to a classroom after you work on a Tuesday or Thursday for you know 6:15 to 9:30 but they make it so that that time truly like you're not sitting there looking at your phone i mean some professors who would say you put your laptop away you'd be surprised when it was time to leave. They are engaging. I always thought they were extremely accommodating. Like if I had a national sales meeting or I was gonna be out of town, you just let them know they were always cool with it. Um, That wouldn't mean they would give you less work. They would expect you to make it up. But if you're getting an MBA, you expect to do work and you'll start to enjoy it at some point. But the professor staff, I mean, I really think it's second to none.
0: Awesome. Thanks. I I agree. I just think it's nice to have a student's alum's perspective on that as well. Um, Not to uh, dig into it too much farther here, but I know you're still with Baxter. um, And so coming into the program, you've mentioned not necessarily having a set plan for changing your career while you were in the program or as a result. I think maybe you were open to that idea, but you knew, you know, Baxter was a good place for you. You were enjoying it and you were having success there. So the MBA, tacking it on while you can would allow for opportunities down the road. And so just because you haven't taken advantage of the career opportunities as a student in the program, can you just talk to us a little bit about what that looked like in case someone is thinking, maybe I do want to make a change while I'm in the program or shortly after?
1: Yes. And so um, a couple points off that topic. Number one, the career counselors, not only did I, they helped me make sure my LinkedIn was completely up to date, they helped me make my resume. Because I do, it just so worked out that because our company headquarters is in Illinois, and I really wanted to spend time in Columbus, there were opportunities that came my way, I just wanted to take the program seriously so um, and finish, and then I would look for other opportunities, but the best part to me about the career counselors within Fisher is that I can go to them now still that I'm an alumni and my I'm very fortunate my company helped pay for the program but part of that is I have to stay a short time period so actually the best time for me to use the career counselors is now and I am doing so because now I can see that if a great opportunity doesn't present itself to me here at Baxter I could still stay in touch with the career counselors and use that amazing resource to take a step elsewhere. Whether it be within Baxter, if that happens, great. If not, then I can look elsewhere.
0: Great. Um, Just in general, in terms of the balance of your peers, what was their stance? Were they taking advantage of career opportunities? Were they finding benefit from what was offered to them through Fisher and being in the MBA program in terms of career switches or accelerations?
1: How to answer that question is there is more my peers than I could always do, but that's on us because there really are a lot of um, great programs or even one thing that comes to mind, the Fisher Leadership Institute. Uh, there's an, uh, you know, you fill out this, it's kind of a survey questionnaire and it'll show you um and then you have people close to you fill it out so their perceptions of you not just your own perception of yourself because we can be hard on ourselves, or some people can you know um puff themselves up but so that way you get a swirling people around you kind of what you're good at and what you're not good at to become a good leader a great leader and you can use that tool to see what you need to work on that's awesome even in one of my classes we took half the day to go through it just in case anyone hadn't found it on their own um there's a coaching program that is continually growing with Dr. Schaffner. In fact, I have asked as an alumni to be a coach um, now that I've finished to give back to Fisher because how great it's been to me. But um, yeah, there are are plenty of resources. If I'm being honest, I probably could have used them a little bit more, but again, I can use them now. And my peers, I think would pretty much say the same. Yeah,
0: good. Thank you. And a good segue into my next question here as it comes to peers. Um, tell us about your experience in the program from a cultural perspective. Just in other words, your relationship with the peers, the faculty, the staff, maybe inside and outside of the classroom um, as just a student who's also trying to balance a full-time job and life and everything else going on.
1: I, I mean, <laughs> I love the people in my class. I. I think I come from a little bit of unique perspective where I had just moved to Columbus. So the program was a perfect way for me to meet people and make friends. People who may live here in Columbus, you know, may not feel the exact same way because they probably have their friends here, but you know, it was just great for me because yes, you are, you know, you work and you go to school, but it's possible. You find the time. I think that's one thing already. Uh, the first few days after graduating, I've been just surprised how like long a day feels. <laughs> um, and that sounds kind of funny to say, but it really is true. So there were bar crawl events. This is all pre-COVID, but even I would say the student council group, I could tell they really are trying to make sure we we still hold that connection, even though we're not going into a classroom as much. And that should all hopefully subside in the next you know year. So There would be bar crawl events. There would be networking events. There, remember the dean of the school who was here when I first started, he came back and he rented a room at the Blackwell and we all got together. Like those were great times. And the uh, speaker uh, initiatives, or when a speaker would come in, that would be always fun to go see like an executive from Microsoft or someone from, you know, I remember one of my professors knew a lot of people at Google and Facebook. Um, I mean, that's so cool to talk with someone who, uh, you know, runs in those type of circles. So I love the people from my class. I genuinely have now. I don't think of Columbus as a a place I could live for a while because I actually have a lot of friends here, nearly all made through the program. Good. Awesome.
0: Um, Outside of, you know, Gra- you're graduated, you are an alum of the program. Congratulations, Thank by you. the way. Um, uh, besides having the three letter, the MBA credential now following the end of your name, um, how has the MBA program provided real world experiences um, and helped you both personally and professionally?
1: It's um, a really good question. Uh, I I feel like I'm only saying positive things, but it just was such a positive experience. The, I did a GBE and with 23 other people, Professor Ankerman and someone within the program that helps with travel, um, Kira, we went to Vienna for a few days and Prague for a few days. And as someone who had only basically been to Mexico in terms of outside the US, that was the best trip of my life, and even though there was an educational element, it was so much fun. And to just like at one point, I don't know why I was able to slow the moment down, but we were sitting in this kind of tiny classroom because the big room that they wanted, this company that was have, hosting us for the day, the, co- the conference room that they had rented out. I mean, they had business to conduct, so they couldn't they couldn't put us in that. So we we're in this tiny classroom in Prague. And to just have the realization that, how am I here? Like, I'm sitting in a classroom in Prague talking with someone. It was a British guy, I remember, super sharp individual. And so that was like the program truly, literally took me to a physical place that years prior, I just would have been like, I I can't even believe I'm here. In terms of uh, other things that, so for me, without the business undergrad, I would, this is what I've told people who have asked a similar question, Sarah. It's like the the program provided glasses to me of what the business world looks like for the rest of my life. Like I kind of came in a little fuzzy, a little bright eyed, kind of was starting to know what I was doing through my experience with Baxter, but the program provided clarity to, you know, thinking one, two layers beneath what, how I was thinking before. Um, And look, I was able to like operations, data analysis. Um, I love, I realized that I love strategy. I never knew I loved strategy before the class. I never knew I loved coaching before these classes. So yes, I was one of the type of people who already like a week ago, I changed my LinkedIn to do the comma MBA because I earned it, but it's more the clarity. It inspired a lot of confidence in me. Once I started doing well in the classes in OSU, such a highly ranked university and Fisher such a highly ranked college in the country and I started doing well I'm like oh my gosh you you know this is it just inspired some confidence so both you know tangible things with being in that being on the TV in Europe but then intangible things like confidence and providing clarity to the working world that's how I would answer your question
0: Sure. And just to provide a little context for any of our listeners, the GBE program that Patrick is talking of is our global business expedition. So it is an opportunity for our students to get global exposure. Um, I would say, and Patrick correct me if I'm wrong here, more of a cultural immersion experience. There is a business aspect to it, but you also get to explore The countries in which you travel and how cultural is influencing business and business influencing culture. So those that's a program. It's optional, um, but open to students typically about seven to nine days um, and takes place over spring break. So it's very feasible for our working professional students to squeeze in the time, maybe with paid time off or your uh, supervisor sees value in you gaining that global experience. So um, Thank you, Patrick, for sharing that experience. I yeah, know it's
1: recommended it enough. I can't yeah. do it enough if you have the, the leeway to do it with your employer. It it was unbelievable.
0: Awesome. Good. Yeah, I, I love hearing from that because it, it's much more common for our full time students to partake in some of the global experiences. And I've noticed that GBE or the Global Business Expedition Opportunity is growing in popularity with our part time students when when travel was allowed. So hopefully we'll, we'll get back to that um, here soon and providing that opportunity for the students. In terms of what you were learning in class, mentioning the strategy was eye-opening to you and you had these different glasses on. Um, did you see an impact or can you talk a little bit, maybe your employer saw an impact? Were you bringing that to work the next day? Did it make your job easier? Did you find you were maybe more innovative? I'm just thinking in terms of um, maybe if, the, someone is looking to get their supervisor buy-in and make a case for why this is a good next step for them in their career with that organization. Just a little bit of some of that that initial benefit right away um, throughout your time in the program.
1: Yeah, so when I applied for Baxter to help uh, financially, uh, I had to write an essay and I wrote short-term, medium-term, long-term goals. And the short-term was, I can use what I've learned at Fisher with Baxter immediately. So I remember we started doing at Baxter NPS, the net promoter score, the customer satisfaction rating, and we were having uh, logistical issues at the time. So I ran an analysis of how close a hospital was to one of our um, distribution centers, would that have a difference in their customer satisfaction ratings? Cause they would get product usually quicker. So like, I would never have known how to do something like that before I took the data analysis. That wouldn't even have, that's it's, those are the type of things you can do and people you can meet. Like, then I started working with the data team a little more often and she's like, really salespeople never want to work with data. But I just was, I was, all of a sudden I really wanted to use, and Baxter, because they helped financially, I felt like I owed owed it to them and they were, um, yeah, I just, I love to help. And then I remember in an international business course, we were tasked to, within our organization, talk with someone on our like global team. And so I got to forge a relationship with Jill Yerniak about, who's really high up in our, on our global team within marketing. Like I never would have had that conversation without Fisher being basically a conduit to for me to, you know, stretch outside my comfort zone, and ask for, you know, an hour of someone's time. So that's been great. And look, I I applied for a managerial role already. Um, I applied for a global marketing role already. So yes, I I wish right now I could tell you that I took the leap. But I also, I just really was enjoying my time in the program. And I decided this year would be the year that I would focus on work and getting the promotion versus work in school, what I've done the past couple of years. But um, I know many students, many of my peers who have already taken a jump up. Um, This is just how I approached it. But I hope that's answering your question that yes, there were tangible things I was able to do that Fisher taught me that I could use with my job right away.
0: Good, awesome. Last question here, probably a pretty common one to, to part ways here. What advice would you like to share with prospective MBA students at Ohio State?
1: I would say that, you know, I feel bad doing this to, to my undergrad uh, school because I do have pride the University of Illinois, but Ohio State is just a world-class institution. Just, um, it, it became apparent to me very clearly or very early on, and then I would say, that an MBA really is you learn a lot and the program continues to evolve. I know all the, the professors and the people involved with the program want it to continuously evolve um, both with you know flexibility allowing people from different cities to apply, the type of speakers they bring in, um, you know the DSW CEO is a, is a Fisher grad and so I got to see him talk but um, and then so if you get in the a lot fortunate enough to get in the program then the GBE is just, uh, I can't recommend that enough. That is something I highly recommend. And any of the networking events or anything you can do outside the classroom, that's where you know value can really, really be created for you in the program. So that would be my piece of advice. And I would advise you to apply. It really is, um, this sounds like a lot, but it, it changed my life in a positive way.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experience with us. Um, just for everyone listening, I wanted. Thank you for tuning in and learning more. And um, as Patrick mentioned, the faculty and staff want to help you through this process and make it enjoyable. So if you're thinking of applying or you're just starting your research, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're, we're more than happy to work with you. Uh, Patrick, I think my timeline is right. I think we started working maybe in the fall of 2016 together, and you yeah. actually started in January 2018. So um, that's OK. It was a very enjoyable experience for me as well. So. So um, it's a big investment, as Patrick has mentioned. So as a prospective student, make sure you're doing your research, listening here, hopefully learning more. Um, If there's something else we can do to help you, please just let us know. Uh, We accept applications for our fall and spring um, cohorts. So you have time. There's no rush. And again, there's no harm in in taking time to explore the right options for you. So um, thank you again, Patrick, for your time. Congratulations, and, and go Bucks!
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Go Bucks. For more information on the Working Professional MBA program, please visit fisher.osu.edu/wpmba.